Welcome to the Nurse and Midwife Support Podcast, Your Health Matters. I'm Mark Aiken, the podcast host. I'm the Stakeholder Engagement Manager with Nurse and Midwife Support, and I'm a registered nurse. Nurse and Midwife Support is the national support service for nurses, midwives, and students. The service is anonymous, confidential, and free, and you can call us anytime you need support. 1-800-667-877 or contact us via the website nmsupport.org.au On this episode of the Your Health Matters podcast, we will discuss digital mental health support for nurses, midwives and students. And I'm delighted to say my guest today is Jay Court. Jay is a registered nurse, digital mental health engagement lead with This Way Up. And This Way Up is a great digital program to support the mental health of nurses, midwives, and students. And Jay's going to talk about this program today. It's an evidence-based online program for mental health and well-being. And Jay works as part of the Clinical Research Unit for Anxiety and Depression. Welcome and hello, Jay. Thanks, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you on the podcast today, Jay. Looking forward to discussing all things mental health for nurses, midwives and students. Jay, would you tell our listeners about you and your career and your expertise in mental health nursing and the work you do with This Way Up? Okay, so my name's Jay. Uh, As you said, I'm the Digital Mental Health Engagement Lead at This Way Up. I'm a registered mental health nurse, but I have a dual background in communications as well. And my role is at the Clinical Research Unit for Anxiety and Depression. That's based at St Vincent's Hospital in Sydney. It's a joint initiative um, from the the hospital and the University of New South Wales. And it was um, through this unit where we have an anxiety disorders clinic, so that's a tertiary referral centre. And it was from that clinical work that the digital product came. And so our digital service is called This Way Up. And basically, it's based on ICBT, which is Internet-Based Cognitive Behaviour Therapy. And from our randomised controlled trials, we've done over 30, we found that internet-based CBT is as effective as face-to-face CBT, and that research is replicated elsewhere. And so, yeah, we, we now we have our, this uh, digital service called This Way Up. We've got over 18 tailor-made, um, uh, we've got a suite of, of programs disorder-specific well-being programs, transdiagnostic, and we've got a, another course which I really like for clinicians, which is called the ICBT Foundations for Clinicians, and that's a really good introduction to uh, the concept of CBT um, and also how to integrate digital mental health tools into routine face-to-face or telehealth care. Thanks, Jay. That's a really good introduction and overview. And what an interesting career you have. I'm sure a lot of nurses and midwives don't know about nurses and midwives being able to work in digital um, areas of healthcare. Uh, How did you um, get into this area and what was um, your inspiration to go here? That's such a great question. Um, So I had been, I... My original career was in the media. I was a producer of television documentaries 
and I started to become interested in health stories. A lot of the stories that I was pitching um, had a health kind of focus. Maternal health became a big uh, passion of mine. I was living in Ethiopia and Kenya for a few years and I started to get a real passion for social justice issues and realising that health was not about access and poverty as much as it was about you know, for instance, for maternal health issues, it's a lot about women's position in society and that being the barrier to receiving the care that they deserve. So that kind of sparked my interest in health and I thought um, I would go back and I did a, a two-year master's in nursing with the view to potentially becoming a midwife. But as I completed my program and started to do placements, I found my, my from my first mental health placement, I realised that all of my communication skills that I'd been developing over 12 years in my previous career um, translated very well into mental health nursing and I was just fascinated and so I did a graduate program in mental health nursing um, and in that time I worked in an acute inpatient setting, a high dependency unit and in the community mental health um, acute care team and it was, yeah, this job popped up, digital mental health engagement lead. And I thought, what is that? <laughs> I, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't know the difference between telehealth and digital mental health treatment. And I now try to communicate that to, to people because I think we just assume um, that people know the difference. And I certainly didn't until I came across uh, this way up. And one of the ways I like to communicate it now is by saying that, you know, digital mental health treatments work really well, blended with telehealth or face-to-face -face treatments. But but it is they are kind of a different, you know, thing. And the way that digital mental health treatments work is by the service user can log in online to our site and uh, work their way in, through their through our programs in a self-paced manner. And you really get introduced to the idea of cognitive behaviour therapy um, through these kind of comic strip characters that normalise and validate the experience that you might be going through. For instance, we've got a program, a course called the Mixed Anxiety Depression Course, which is um, one of my favourites, because you see two characters and one is experiencing depression and one is experiencing anxiety. And through the course of the program, you learn how these characters learn to manage their symptoms and as a result, you can kind of, you know, translate that and apply that into your own life and try to use some of the CBT skills. What we know about CBT is that you can teach it, but until you apply it, it's, it's you know, that's where you're going to see the real change. So, yeah, that's, that's an introduction to one of our programs. But like I said, we've got 18 tailor-made courses, um, including some that are more well-being focused, all based on cognitive behaviour therapy principles. But, you know, for instance, our introduction to mindfulness, uh, you may not identify as having a disorder or having anxiety or depression, but everybody, we feel that everyone can benefit from learning some of these CBT skills. Yeah, really interesting, Jane. We're going to talk a bit more about the courses and the way it works um, shortly, but a bit more about background, if you don't mind, Jane, relation to the program. Obviously, it's part of a clinical research unit for anxiety and depression. So there's obviously a body of research that led to the development of this program. Would you share some of that research with us and how the um, program came about as a result of the research? 
So this way up was developed by the Clinical Research Unit for Anxiety and Depression. And the work really came out of the anxiety disorders clinic that we run. And that's a face-to-face -face and telehealth tertiary referral centre. Um, around 10 years ago, the wait list at the ADC was quite long. So what they did was digitised the cognitive behaviour therapy modules and rolled that out to people on the wait list. And then we've done over 30 randomised control trials to see uh, to check the efficacy. And what we can say is that ICBT or internet-based cognitive behaviour therapy is as effective as face-to-face -face therapy. And that's you know, indicated in the clinical practice guide guidelines for anxiety disorders and also for mood disorders. So ICBT is a recommended first-line treatment for anxiety and depression. What we like to advocate for is a blended approach. So for clinicians to use digital mental health tools in combination with face-to-face -face or telehealth care. Um, digital tools are a great option to have in the ecosystem, but they're not going to be the right fit for everybody at every time. Yeah, that's really interesting background, Jay. Thanks for that. And, um, and this way up, I guess, was born from that very rich um, research, but also a recognition that people need different types of services and that um, digital mental health support is an important part of these services that exist in the mental health and mental health support space. I know that many people struggle to get into face-to-face -face appointments in the, the pandemic era and that digital mental health has been a really important part, as you say, of the suite of services. So I think it's very exciting. How long has the um, service been going and um, has this way up been available, Jane? This Way Up uh, was originally called Climate or Clinician's Mate, and it's been around for over 10 years now in its current form. But the Clinical Research Unit for Anxiety and Depression has been actually around since the 60s um, and was headed by um, Professor Gavin Andrews. So we do have that kind of long history of technical clinical research expertise. And I suppose one of the big uh, aims of This Way Up and of digitising mental health treatments is about increasing access. As you mentioned, you know, a lot of people struggle to get the care they need. And that was definitely something that I witnessed in my time, particularly in the community mental health team seeing people discharged either after an acute inpatient admission or on presentation to the emergency department and what, you know, and then linking those clients up with their supports in the community. But there was always a, you know, there are so many gaps in, in the mental health system. Um, and I think digital mental health treatments can be part of that solution. So we know that things like, you know, cost is a huge barrier, uh, wait lists are a barrier, geography, transport, stigma. There are just so many reasons and ways that, that getting the help you need at the time you need it can be very challenging. And that's why I'm really passionate about This Way Up because I think it's a really good option to throw into the mix. It's a really good option to have there when you need it. We hear from service users. We've got a, we, you know, people write in and tell us about their experiences. And we had a woman write in and say that um, in a regional area that um, her husband left her unexpectedly after 22 years. And she was so shocked and grief stricken that she didn't feel that she could leave the house. 
and that she didn't feel like she could go and see a psychologist. What she did was ring the grief line and she undertook a This Way Out program. And she said that after six weeks she finished the program, felt well supported and then was able to go and seek out a psychologist. But for that time when she didn't feel able to do any of those things, This Way Out really helped her at that time. And I think it just goes to show that where, you know, digital digital tools are not a replacement for other types of treatment, but like I said, you know, can be a good option to throw into the mix. I think access is, um, is the key here and um, any service that provides accessible evidence-based services and supports um, a really vital part of the suite of services that we can offer people seeking mental health support. So well done to the Clinical Research Unit and um, congratulations, Nurse and Midwife Support. We love this way up and we often use it as a referral pathway for nurses and midwives. So if any nurse, midwife or student out there is struggling and needs support, Nurse and Midwife Support is available 24-7, anonymous, confidential and free, no matter where you are in Australia. 1-800-667-877 or contact us via the website nmsupport.org.au and please don't hesitate to get in touch. And this way up might just be one of the referral pathways we talk to you about. So, Jay, thank you for that. If our, I'll give you a scenario-based question now. Say I'm a, a nurse and I'm struggling with anxiety and I want some support from a This Way Up program in relation to anxiety, how would I go about accessing that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, On our website, thiswayup.org.au, there's a take a test tool, or we also call it the course pickup. And um, this is based on validated outcome measures. Uh, If you complete that kind of online survey, At the end of it, it will direct you to which of our 18 tailor-made courses might be appropriate for you. So if you're kind of feeling a little bit stressed out at the moment, it might, you know, it might send you to our one of our wellbeing courses, such as coping with stress, um, introduction to mindfulness, student wellbeing. If you're scoring, you know, in a different way, it might direct you to, say, you know, one of the disorder-specific courses, like our our social anxiety course. It just depends on on those scores, I suppose. But uh, but that's a really good tool and a good starting place if you don't know where to go. The other idea I would suggest is um, our mixed depression and anxiety course is a really good one because we know that depression and anxiety like company, they often occur together. And I think for me, I really enjoyed doing that course because you've got to see two characters uh, with different symptoms, but learning CBT and how to apply it in different scenarios. So that can be a really good introduction as a starting point. And do you take self-referrals, Jay, or do you have to be referred by a practitioner, like a mental health practitioner, such as a, a doctor or a nurse or an allied health professional? Or could I just go onto your website, access a program, and um, and is there a, a cost for it? 
Yeah, we um, we like to provide a lot of choice with our programs. So there there are a few different options there. The wellbeing programs can be accessed um, in a self-paced, self-guided manner for free. Our more di- um, disorder-specific programs do cost $59 as a one-off fee. And for six lessons, if you work that out, that's less than $10 a lesson, which is not that much in the scheme of things and certainly less than a gap fee for a single psychology session, I mean the $59. But the other option is that you can see a health professional and that could be your allied health professional, a nurse, practice nurse, GP, a specialist, a psychologist, and if they prescribe the course for you, that um, waives the fee. Uh, so that's another way to to access our programs. And, yeah, I guess in terms of providing choice, what we know is that, you know, around 50% of our users access the programs outside of office hours. So, you know, nights and weekends, those kinds of things, when, you're, when your therapist may not be available if you happen to be seeing one. And we know that people use um, our programs kind of on, on discharge from other services um, while on wait lists for other services um, and, as I mentioned earlier, kind of blended with face-to-face or telehealth care. Thanks, Jay. And say I'm a, a nurse and I'm undertaking one of your courses and it really unravels some particular issues that I'm experiencing and I feel acutely unwell in relation to my mental health. How is that managed? So uh, this way up uh, is a digital mental health service. It's not a it's not a crisis service, but if you report in some of our validated outcome measures that you're experiencing distress, you will receive an email suggesting some crisis services you may want to engage with. And uh, if you're being supervised through the course with a clinician, the clinician will also receive an alert. And our website has uh, those those details for other crisis services as well. Thank you. And if you do experiencing an issue while doing one of these courses and you need support for that issue, or you'd like to talk to a nurse or a midwife while you're doing the course, please feel free to call Nurse and Midwife Support 1-800-667-877 and we'll support you through that process and refer you appropriately if indeed if that's what you require. Thanks very much for that, Jay. Jay, many people in society are experiencing the impact and the challenges and the uncertainty of the prolonged pandemic. It feels like we've been dealing with COVID-19 for quite a long time now, and it seems a bit of a roller coaster. I wrote in my blog blog on the importance of reflection during times of crisis that it's um, a marathon, not a sprint. And that's a um, hard place for many people to find themselves in. And we know that um, many people are experiencing mental illness or mental health challenges as a result of the impact of the pandemic. Um, What are you connecting with, Jay, from people accessing your courses in relation to the impact on their mental health? And, um, And do you have a particular module that, would support people with specific mental health concerns related to pandemic impact? 
what I would say is that on our site, we um, during during the pandemic last year, we developed a range of coping tools resources. So if you go to thiswayup.org.au and click on the coping tools page, we have developed there a range of expert tips and free online tools to help you navigate challenging times. So there's some infographics there, which some nurses have told me they like to print for their clients who may not be able to engage with the digital mental health service and just have those coping tools on their fridge, for instance. One of them is about, you know, five simple simple steps to calm your emotions, those kinds of things. Um, Effective ways to express yourself or, you know, five helpful steps for tackling your problems. Uh, That that would probably be, yeah, a a good place to go. Um, Our our website actually has a, a huge amount of resources activity worksheets and the like so kind of you know using our site as a bit of an anchor in those challenging times might be helpful to kind of browse through and see which resources might be helpful Um, in terms of the courses you know uh, our introduction to or coping with stress course might be a good one to start with because I mean who isn't stressed (laughs) in this pandemic world so um, you know and and that's what we we uh, advocate for you know everybody can benefit from CBT skills Um, you know the the CBT cycle cognitive behavior therapy cycle is really about acknowledging that your thoughts behaviors and physical sensations work in can can work in a really vicious cycle to self-perpetuate and CBT is all about interrupting that cycle and getting it back on track and the really hopeful thing that I find about the CBT model is that by uh, improving one element of that cycle, you can have an impact on the whole thing. So just by increasing your physical exercise, for instance, we know that that can improve mood or just by challenging some of those negative thoughts that you might be having about yourself, that can improve your physical sensations um, and and improve the, the overall system. Uh, so I would really advocate for any uh, any of your listeners to sign up as clinicians on our um, website for free. Um, and if they're interested, a good starting point could be to undertake the ICBT Foundations for Clinicians course. And within that, you will learn, you know, gain access to an introduction to CBT uh, and the format for our programs. Oh, that's great, Jay. I know many nurses and midwives listening to this podcast will be really interested in that. Our um, audience of nurses and midwives love resources, so we'll provide those resources part of this podcast and the link for you as well. So if you missed them today or you don't want to go back and listen, we'll provide those links on our website as part of our podcast. Jay, we support um, all nurses, midwives and students, but we hear from a lot of students and early career nurses setting up their career and they're curious about how to set up their self-care and their well-being as a habit so that it becomes part of their toolbox of resources that they can utilise to support their career. So I'm particularly interested in the This Way Up Wellbeing Program as a a means of early career nurses and students um, being able to do that. Can you talk a bit about that wellbeing program and how it might support those early career nurses and midwives? 
I, yeah, I really love that idea. Um, so we've got four wellbeing programs. One is coping with stress. One is managing insomnia. We've got our introduction to mindfulness and student wellbeing course. And that, that student course is really focused at a kind of tertiary level. Um, we do have a teen strong program as well for, for adolescents. Um, but, but what I would say is that all of those wellbeing programs are still based on the, the principles of cognitive behavior therapy. They're still evidence-based. And yeah, what a great idea to to build self care into your, you know, your professional development from the ground up. Because uh, there's so many occupational hazards of being a healthcare worker, and we know that healthcare workers are at a greater risk of suffering from mental ill health. Um, not to mention the stigma. I mean, even working in mental health, I know times when I struggled, there was huge um, stigma about admitting that, even as a mental health nurse. I mean, that's we've got a long way to go. <laughs> so I really advocate for, um, uh, you know, to do one of these uh, wellbeing courses. Uh, it's a, it's great psychoeducation. And we know that psychoeducation is an intervention in itself. It's helpful to know, to normalise, to validate the things that we're feeling and thinking. Um, and, you know, the other thing that I think our courses are really helpful for early career um, health professionals is in uh, you know better communication skills with client with your patients and clients. Uh, so if you're able to identify that somebody might be catastrophizing or feeling acopic uh, because you've done one of our CBT courses and kind of learnt a few of those terms, um, or you know you're better able to kind of frame some behaviours that you're seeing, I, I can only see that benefiting your clinical care as well. Oh, that's great, Jay. A fantastic resources um, for students and early career nurses. So we'll put that link and that information up on our website as well. Jay, I can't believe we've come to the end of this podcast. You've been a great um, guest. This um, information is really vital to the health and wellbeing and mental health of nurses and midwives. Just lastly for me, is this um, this way up only available to healthcare professionals or can any person access this way up? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, anyone can access uh, this way up's programs. And, you know, when you're, when you're talking about people with severe mental illness, like the, the patients that I used to see, I do think this kind of resource can be really helpful for the family and carers of people in those situations. And I certainly know from uh, in-services I've delivered at St Vincent's Hospital that, that, that nursing staff have, have asked us about the utility of these programs for you know, for instance, the family and carers of, of a cancer patient, for instance, and the stress that that, that that brings into a family. So, yeah, anybody can access our courses. I really see our programs being um, very helpful at a population level, at an early intervention, um, primary prevention kind of level. I, I, I don't see the you know, uh, if you start one of our courses and it doesn't work for you, you can stop it. And I don't feel that that would cause much harm. Um, so, you know, I think it's, they're worth 
having a shot at and seeing if it's right for you. It's not right for everybody. Um, and, and obviously some people will need um, face-to-face or telehealth and specialist care. Um, and I should mention that a couple of our courses can only be accessed uh, with the guidance of a clinician, and that's our chronic pain course um, and also our, our post-traumatic stress course. And it's really important to work through those courses with a, with a, a qualified health professional. Thanks, Jay. Um, do you have any final words of wisdom? Ah, if you're interested in learning about digital mental health treatments, I would just say, uh, you know, sign up. It's free for clinicians. Have a look around, see what you think, um, see if any of the resources are helpful and take it from there. Thanks very much, Jay. You've been a great guest. I really appreciate your time, your expertise, and uh, really um, and so grateful that you and your team do the work you do and provide such a great service. So thank you very much. And thank you for all of our listeners. And if you found this podcast useful, please share it with others. That really helps get the message out. And please remember that if you need support, nurse and midwife support is available 24-7, no matter where you are in Australia, 1-800-667-877 or via the website, www.nmsupport.org.au. Look after yourselves and each other. Your health matters. I'll speak to you next time.